It is April 2nd, 2018, and this is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. We are six days away from WrestleMania. Tonight, we had the Go Home Raw. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Geary, Mr. Matt Morgan, coming along soon. And a lot to talk about what happened tonight and what didn't happen tonight. Um, an interesting Go Home show. Some highs, some lows, some, huh, okay, I guess this is how they're building it, moments. It was a very strange pacing. I'm kind of excited to see where Raw is going post-Mania because I feel like it's been this, this anchor around their storytelling, dragging down Raw. I feel that really for the past month, they had two Raws worth of great stuff that they spread out over four Raws, and the quality has suffered. You know, I thought some of the best stuff on the show outside of Seth Rollins versus uh, Finn Balor were the video packages. I thought they did a better job of building a lot of these matches than these angles that they've been doing over the last year. I mean, over the last month, month and a half. So um, really weird, really weird to not announce what what for a lot of fans is probably the biggest match on the show, um, you know, with John Cena versus The Undertaker. I mean, I can't ever, uh, ever think of a time where they didn't announce a huge match like that, that they're building to and not announce it on television. I mean, they could announce it on SmackDown, I guess, but they could. That, doesn't that would make be weird. Sense. Yeah. I mean, unless they uh, start promoting it and saying, oh, tune into SmackDown, see what happens. The Undertaker responds. But even that kind of kills the way they're building this. Matt, how did you feel about tonight overall? Hello? Oh, do we have Matt? We got two Glens. Yeah, here, I'll uh, <laughs> ignore the other Glenn. Let's right. see. Hey, hey, Matt, can you hear us okay? Hang on, guys. Let me try this again. All right, Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know. I know what it is. I think it's because uh, I'm signed in as Wrestling Inc. I'll uh, switch that when Matt gets on. All right. Um. Anyhow, yeah, man. I just feel with tonight, and I, we see a lot of the response in our chat room. Uh, we see a lot of people responding tonight. Just a sense of kind of disappointment that it hasn't been as. Um, I think they have some hot angles. They're just not building them the most riveting way. Matt, are you are you back with us? Hey guys. Hey man, how are you? Uh, breaking up a little bit. I apologize. Okay, no problem. Um, yeah. So, what were your thoughts on the show, Matt? I, I says Daniel Bryan said he's been coming since the announcement of Daniel Bryan was coming back. I uh, I still am not excited about this WrestleMania. Yeah, it seems like. It should easily be with the matches that they got. Um, I mean, they've got some huge, ma- you know, some huge matches and and what a lot of fans would consider dream matches. And I just think this build has just been awful. I, I don't think so much of you guys is is Undertaker and the Cena stuff. It's so stupid. <laughs> And um, I hated the entire segment tonight, and it ruined the entire show for me. I'll be very honest. I was very frustrated watching the entire show and, and, and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm not going to lie. When Brock music, when Brock Lesnar's music hit tonight, I purposely stopped watching. I was so pissed off. Wow. 
Yeah, it was something, man. I feel like if this is the angle they're going, that we're not going to see Undertaker to WrestleMania, they could have even done that in a cooler way. I mean, why not say Cena's going to be the host of WrestleMania? Why not have him stop doing these stupid segments two or three weeks ago and then have Taker come out and challenge him, you know, in the middle of his hosting duties? I mean, if you're not going to confirm Taker's appearance, why let John Cena go out there and just lower himself? It's so weird to not confirm this thing. It's one of the... It, it's. The biggest match on the show in a lot of ways. It should have been confirmed a, a month ago. Yep. I mean, as far Always. as like uh, star power, these those are the two biggest stars uh, they have, and and to not uh, confirm it or, or do anything with it, uh, it just yeah, it left a bad taste. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and if they're not doing it, well, jokes on all of us, I suppose. Um, Although even that would be really, really ridiculous. Um, okay, so let's let's go segment by segment and talk about this. Opening face-off, Kurt Angle, Ronda Rousey against Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. This press conference style hosted by Jonathan Coachman. What did you think of Ronda's <coughs> promo here and the way that they built this up, Matt? Hey, Matt. You br- can you hear me okay? Yeah. Do you have a, another area you could try? It seems choppy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. Let me try you guys again. I mean, I can't control this. this is where I can do it from. Okay. Understood. Um, can you hear me right now? Call yeah, you're breaking up. Um, anyway, uh, Glenn, let's go to this opening segment. Yeah, so they did it like a press conference, supposedly questions from the fans. <laughs> questions from the fans. And the fans, I, mean, I don't remember the questions, but they were banal and obvious. Really just a launching point. Um, I think the high point was Stephanie McMahon. Some people tried to say, oh, she was shooting on this and talking about Ronda's losses and not handling losing very well um, to get some heat. Uh, Ronda responding, you know, which, which uh, hand do you write with? So you'll be able to sign my checks after, you know, I uh, break your arm. At WrestleMania, of course, they went to post for a photo at the end. Uh, Triple H hits Kurt Angle. Ronda, actually, Steph put Ronda through, uh, through a table. Um, how do you think uh, this compared, Matt, to the other segments we've seen with Ronda building up this match? Funny seeing Stephanie McMahon put Ronda through a table. It was yeah. weird. It was like but a stomach slam. Like she's like, <laughs> yeah, it was a cho- it was a choke slam ish. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird, but. Uh, Rhonda's promo and her poise and her confidence was a lot better. She did screw up, obviously, on the whole witch arm thing. She didn't finish delivering her line, but it didn't matter because the crowd still popped over it anyway. And Kurt Shoot laughed at that. Um, but uh, it was I thought her confidence was a lot better tonight. Yeah. She looked very poised. Um, I think very comfortable compared to previous promos that yeah. she's done. Um, they're setting up this match. This is, I mean, clearly to open Monday Night Raw with this. And close with Brock and Roman. Man, I mean, this is a stacked Mania card. The Mania card's looking really good. It's kind of remarkable that they just uh, dance around in a circle tonight in building a lot of this stuff. You know, if Mania had been this Sunday, I think, man, it would have really benefited by a condensed promotional the, schedule. The, the build doesn't justify the, the quality of the matches on this card. You know, yeah. like it's so hard to pick stuff to put on the pre-show. They announce which matches are going to be on the kickoff show. It's the the cruiserweight title match and the two battle royals. But um, 
you know, it's it's a it's a loaded show. But I, yeah, I thought uh, they got kind of an uphill battle. Ronda Rousey, her selling uh, after taking that uh, whatever slam you want to call it from Stephanie, uh, it, it was kind of it was kind of odd. And uh, I, yeah. I thought and I thought Stephanie, you know, it, it her the choke slam just looked sloppy. It looked like uh, you know people doing pro wrestling uh, in you know in their backyard. It did. It's one of those things, though. For me, I can suspend my disbelief for the for for, for her for being Stephanie McMahon doing it, but the whole entire the whole entire premise that she could actually pick up Ronda Rousey at all to me right. is ridiculous. Forget the fucked up choke slam. Like in general, <laughs> she like to me she can't even smack Ronda Rousey in real life. You know what I mean? I right. Know. Oh, for sure. But and, and I gotta say, I think overall this segment was a success. They had oh, the yeah. fans chanting what they wanted. Uh, Triple H was fantastic. Uh, Kurt, I think you know he he was good. Um, so I, I thought it was uh, I thought it was effective. And you know the fans ooed when Stephanie brought up Ronda's losses. I thought that was a good line. Joshua had a funny tweet uh, on that, so check that out on our Twitter account. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a it was a good segment overall. It was. Yeah, looking forward to the match. I mean, so this isn't going to go. This is going to be the last match of the evening, though, on Sunday, right? No way. They're not going to close with this. I don't know. It's the most push. It's the most pushed thing on the show, so I yeah. can see them doing it. It'll be interesting. Uh, okay, B- Bailey versus Sonya Deville. Somewhat quick match that was set up to have a beatdown afterwards. Sasha coming out and helping Bailey. Did I, did I see that right? A little weird. That uh, they're still building. There's a feud between them, but they're still friends. I mean, this yeah. is the story of the women's battle royal, right? This is the only story that's being pushed. Even on SmackDown, what are the stakes? I mean, Sasha's winning this thing. Or, or Bailey is, right? They're the only two women that have had any story going into this women's battle royal. You would think, unless they eliminate each other or something. You know, one eliminates, one gets eliminated, and then throw, gets back in and throws the other one out. Uh, and then they have some a surprise like from NXT win it or something, uh, you know, as their main roster call up. But you would think it'd be Bailey or Sasha. I gotta right. say, Sonya Deville has improved greatly in such a short period of time. I thought she looked really good here. But both of them have, man. They're both really improved. Yeah, it's. You just wonder sometimes, like by not spending all that time in NXT, and you just get brought up and kind of sink or swim a little bit. Um, you know, it, it probably works better for some talents. Usually does, yeah. Well, yeah, After- but, but with this uh, Sasha and Bailey thing, there was another uh, breakup they did a while back where they seemed to break up and then they were back together again without any reason. And then, you know, it took forever to finally get to the final breakup. But uh, that's kind of what they're doing, with Sasha and Bailey. Oh, man. So after that, Finn Balor versus, uh, versus Seth Rollins. So this was a hell of a match. Real quick, real quick. So uh, Bailey beat Sonya. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, after the match, Sasha made the save. Uh, Sasha wanted her to raise her hand. And then they just started uh, fighting. And that was, that was pretty much the end of it. It's like they're afraid to turn either of them heel in this scenario. It's more just a series of misunderstandings and... But I think it's, I mean, if they are planning to do it at the Battle Royal, I think that's better because then they kind of get that WrestleMania moment. You know, they get something there as opposed to just being uh, two girls in a Battle Royal. So I I do think it's better to hold off on that final big angle. 
Yeah. So, Balor and Rollins, everybody loved this match, right? Mm -hmm. This was a fantastic match. Oh, Interesting, yeah. though, that The Miz just had a child less than a week ago. He was back tonight on commentary. This was a, We've talked about this before. There are certain guys, if you put them on commentary, they dominate the segment. Some, I mean, this goes to show yeah. just how much you can even dominate a fantastic match when you've got The he Miz did. talking about his newborn daughter. He, he did. There's no question. That was a 10-star match. And all I kept thinking was Miz is completely running this segment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was distracting a little bit. Um, it was. And it was, it was just weird. It was, Miz was like a complete baby face on commentary. Uh, talking about how he's changed and he's dad now and putting the other guys over. You know, I thought it was leading to a, a post-match attack or something where Miz, you know, did a yeah. list worth, but he didn't do anything like that. Shades of gray, brother. They got shades of gray, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I'm telling you, he should start entering with a baby Bjorn. You know, holding the baby around. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Pass him off he to would wait, He would. He would wear yeah. a designer baby Bjorn. Yeah, I think it'd be a hell of an angle. You know, uh, just have that be the heelish thing that he just never stops talking about his kid, and uh, wants to give parenting tips to the other wrestlers. You know, I, th I think this could work for him. It uh, is. Uh, you know, that could be a heel thing to do. Like Joshua pointed out on Twitter. You know, sometimes when you get the new, you know, new parents, they could be just annoying as hell. Just showing you constant pictures of their kids, and I know we probably did that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it was a great match, though. Finn and Seth. So Finn ended up winning, or pardon me, Seth ended up winning the match. Which Raj, based on your prediction, uh, the way things work, that means Seth will not be winning on Sunday. I I thought this match was so good. I kind of want to go back and rewatch it. I am. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just mute it. Just mute or. They should have alternate. I'll listen to the foreign language commentary just so I won't be distracted by the Miz going on and on about uh, about Monroe Sky, his daughter. Oh yeah, man. yeah, that that'd be worth checking out again. But then, that, that was like almost that was like almost thirty minutes, right? That match. Twenty. Yeah, it was close. I think. Yeah, <laughs> and they put it in the window to show a promo for AJ versus Nakamura, which just goes to show that creative. Didn't think much of this match. The two guys in the ring, though, treated it like it was the main event of uh, of WrestleMania, and it well, was fantastic. You do got to build, and so, um, yeah. I mean, no, I no, that's maximizing. As Jim Ross would say, it's maximizing your minutes. Going, I don't give a crap where you guys put me on the card or how much you disrespect me and my yeah. opponent. I've got a good dance partner right now, and I'm going to steal the damn show, even though you guys don't want us to go and do that. If these guys went to SmackDown together, they would be the main event. I mean, I feel bad for AJ. Like, this would, they could carry, if they can build up the characters and have a real rivalry. I mean, tonight just showed, I, I thought that was fantastic. They, they that, are both operating at a much higher level than they're being booked. That would be held a three way for the record. Yeah. Who's yeah. That, what, Finn and AJ thrown? Oh, four way then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, that was really, really good tonight. That was a really good match. I urge everyone to go back and watch that. And seriously, just pick a foreign language, pay attention to the match and not the Miz. Miz was great, but separate trajectory. Let me, let me ask you guys an off-topic question, just, just really quick. Yeah. Who would you guys take? AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, AJ and Daniel Bryan against um, Rollins and Finn Balor. 
no, just, just all out, all out wrestling. No, nobody's a champion. Just straight skill and talent and entertainment in the ring. Who would win that? Who would you rather see? Like, you got to got to erase how these guys have been booked. Oh man, I think Daniel and Seth would put on, or you would say Daniel and Finn. I think AJ is is really good, but I feel that. Um, Every AJ match has been just a showcase for how awesome AJ is. <laughs> I, think, I think Daniel Bryan also brings uh, something else to it. Like he, he's got a hot crowd when he's in there and there's just yeah, that extra dimension that the other guys don't have. So yeah. just having him in there brings a, a different dynamic. So you have the great match plus you have a hot crowd. So I, I would go with that one. Yeah. So for, it was like four of my favorite guys right now. Well, obviously Daniel Bryan won AJ too. And then, so on and so on, but not by much. Yeah. I, I love all four of those guys. And so you got like, Nakamura in there. <laughs> oh my God, I know, right? Like that's the match I'm looking forward to most of Mania, honestly, is Nakamura and AJ, I swear. For me, it's uh, the Daniel Bryan match and then Nakamura and AJ right there. as well. Yeah. yeah. And the Usos are going to be on the main card this year. Yeah. That's so cool. Good for them. So cool. Yeah, two battle royals and the cruiserweights on the pre-show. Man, um, and did they say tonight it's... the men's battle royal is opening the show? I did. I missed that. I, did, I didn't hear that. I believe there was a comment about that during uh, the Matt Hardy Gold Dust match. Something about that. I mean, that out. makes sense. I, I wouldn't think you'd want the two battle royals back, back to, to back. back. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. To, I mean, get the cruiserweights. Uh, it'd be nice if crazy cruiserweights closed. Um, but yeah, we'll see. So uh, we had a backstage. There was a Oscar video package. Yeah, it was a streak one though that we've seen before, right? I felt that felt very familiar. Oh, really? I liked it. I actually liked it. Was it was good. But with the I woman, the woman's voice talking about it, I feel like they've been running that a bunch. Um, hmm. I don't know because they maybe were talking that... about Charlotte Flair a lot in this one. Oh, maybe there's re they... remixed parts of it. And did they yeah. do that with the numbers and the victories and yada 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 before? They have done that before, yes. Okay. But they did that early when she was early on, right? They've done it a couple times. Okay. But yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought it was great. And this is where that disconnect comes with the booking and these video packages. This video package makes her look like just this, you know, dominant badass. And then later in the show, she's laid out. She's going into WrestleMania challenging for a, a championship and she's just laid out like nothing. For no reason too, against yeah. people she's not even working, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, Paul Heyman backstage teasing a segment at the close of the show, uh, dropping some uh, some Passover shoutouts there to Kurt Angle, <clears throat> which I appreciated. Um, and then after that, we had a segment with the Bar facing off with Braun Strowman talking about Braun's partner. I literally forgot this happened until just reading this again. But absolutely ridiculous! Braun announced that his partner was going to be Brain Strowman. Uh, came out in a button-down uh, sleeveless shirt. And wearing glasses, saying he was he like, brother. He looked like Bubba Ray Dudley grew like he, a foot. He did. He did. <laughs> uh, is this so correct? So, so maybe I'm stupid. Is this just him saying it's me versus you two handicap no. match? No, it's just their way of not uh, just saying who his partner's going to be. Uh, because they were still saying on commentary that he's, he has to come up with a partner. They did that backstage segment later. Um, yeah. Uh, Elias, probably. I don't think so. Big Show, now that he resigned, Matt, who would you like to see? Yeah, I tell you what, I, by himself. I don't want to see him have a partner. I want to see him win it by himself. I think he's, I, I keep saying it every week, 
so screwed over with how what they've ended up doing with him after how hot he got. And I'd like to see him at least win the tag team champions by himself, championships by himself, and just continue to be incredibly dominant because he will be a world champion. And they cannot afford to 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 keep messing with the crowd with him, you know, making them hot and cold. You know what I mean? Right now it's still going well. It's still moving forward. But for how much longer? You know? Yeah. And I'll see a lot of people suggesting Samoa Joe. Some people are saying Lashley. I just think uh, I just think then you got this super dominant tag team, and you see the tag team division right now. Who who are they going to face? Um, that's believable. Mm. I mean, all the tag teams were basically out as jabronis at the end, just standing there, to, you know, shielding, you know, Roman away from Brock. I mean, that's kind of where they see these guys. So. Um, I don't know. I, I think they have Braun with a weak partner, and they lose it quickly. They don't, and you get Braun back in the singles mix. Hmm. But but Braun wins the tag team championships, right? Um, probably. Yeah, I would think so. I think yeah. he they yeah. win it, and yeah. then they lose it pretty soon after. Like sure. Braun just beats yes. up his partner, leaves him for dead, and that person loses it for him. Yeah. After that, Matt Hardy versus Goldust. Matt Hardy won. More, you know, they do this with Goldust every so often. They give him like a semi, not competitive match, but they give him some time. You know, uh, it's amazing to me how they, I don't know. Uh, it's, I would like to see him get another run with this. I've, I, and actually think these two could have a good feud together, but this was just to set up more for the Battle Royal. Yeah. yeah. There is a lot of setting up for the Battle Royals on this show. But, you know, at the same time, every match, every Raw match, they did something for. Um, so, yeah, that's just one of the things with the three-hour show is you're going to get weird stuff on the go-home show that is not, uh, doesn't have a prominent spot on the main card. Yeah. Yeah. Man, those trophies. That and the women's trophy. When They, they should not show those trophies up close. They look <laughs> remarkably yeah. cheap up close. It did. It did. The women's trophy looks like a, a uterus, right? Oh, absolutely. You guys agree? It's so stupid. And her sitting there <laughs> staring at it all commercial break <laughs> was, even, was even dumber. Yeah. Ooh, big trophy if I win. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick for, with yeah. Valor and Rollins, man. Could you imagine if that had some sort of step or there was a, a, like a title or something on the line for that? Like that would have been... You know, one of the best matches, WWE matches, at least, of the year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I put that up there with their SummerSlam match. And, in fact, I love the call. Oh, I think it was better it. than SummerSlam. I think this was the best match they've had. Yeah. You didn't... Definitely. Absolutely it was, yeah. Yeah. I Do mean, that think... saved the show for me. I thought this show yeah. kind of sucked outside of that in the, so the opening it, segment. It did it is... suck. Yeah. yeah. Finn is the demon Sunday or no? We're getting blue trunk Finn. I think it's I think it's blue pants, yeah. <laughs> Inherits the moniker. Yeah. What do you think, Matt? I mean, it'd be awesome. That's where he should do it, but there's kind of no storyline reason for him to do it. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think you need to build and advertise it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As well, make it a big to do that he's going to be the demon. Um, just my two cents. Uh, and again, guys, we're a week less than a week out from Mania. I am. I'm just keep. I keep repeating myself. I'm not excited for WrestleMania Sunday. 
the go home show you have Goldust, who has been involved in like no storyline since our truth um you know outside of like two weeks dana brooke i mean this show did nothing to make you excited for wrestlemania if Pretty anything, it'd be kind of pissed on it because it's like, oh, Cena versus Undertaker. You think he's going to accept that? Uh, no. <laughs> Screw you, Mark. Yeah. But I mean, you guys keep saying, and everyone else online keeps saying the same thing you're saying. So it's not just you guys saying that this is like one of the best cards, you know? What am I missing here? Because other than AJ Nakamura, Daniel Bryan now coming back, um, in ring, uh, entertained by these match-wise, like, like, what am I missing that that's so good about this WrestleMania? Well, I think uh, Miz, Finn Balor, and Rollins will be really good. We we got not with what okay, the, yeah, but not with how they've been booked. Right, right. Not, it's from a storyline perspective, better. yeah. From a storyline perspective, you're absolutely right. Okay, Charlotte and Oscar. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, I think Roman and Lesnar will be interesting. Maybe um, that's the one. Maybe that's what's hurting me. I don't know. I don't freaking know because I know that's what's closing the show, and I'm not impressed by it because it's so obvious what's going to happen. Maybe yeah. that's why. I, it, I it is pretty that, – that, the top matches are pretty predictable. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll kind of run through them real quick well, at the end. but Definitely. I just – I don't know. I don't know. That's why this show sucks for me. It's, uh, just, I'm not impressed by this year's card. I've seen much better cards. I think Uso's New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers will be really good. Uh, Braun Strowman's mystery partner, I think, it uh, just adds some intrigue. Uh, the Cruiserweight title match will be awesome, even though no one will care. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think – and then Cena versus Taker, assuming it's happening. <laughs> it's it uh, I don't know be, if it'll right? be good, but it's 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 really interesting and be fascinating. It's so weird how they're they've built that match, and uh, we'll talk about. Yeah, that that segment was next after this. Matt Hardy won that match, twist of fate for the pin against Goldust, and then uh, he uh, like clutched the trophy. There are some good animated gifts of that. I urge everyone to uh, seek those yeah, out. It's kind of uncomfortable, pervy, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, like well, Fandango was like dry humping the the Andre Trophy uh, last week on SmackDown. So apparently, people are really lusting after this trophy, man. Yes. Um, John Cena. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, wait, first though, wait, wait. We have to shout out this Alexa Bliss and Mickey James promo with the text. The text on the screen, blubbering in her blubber. This was uh, the big heel build for the Mania match. With the words flying at the screen. They had yep. blubber fly at the screen. <laughs> so stupid. Especially because Alexa has been such a good next level heel. She's been so clever, just yeah, vicious is. with the way she's done some of these things. And tonight, this felt like, I mean, just just stupid. Just a stupid promo. Um, going lowest common denominator, and I think it actually lowered her um, from being as, as good of a heel as she's been. I, th- I think this was the worst segment they've had. Like in the last few weeks, I thought the stuff they've been doing was good, and then this was just uh, this was bottom of the barrel stuff. <clears throat> was yeah, and then John Cena, who uh, managed to find an even lower level to the barrel with that promo against the Undertaker. <sighs> Man, what a waste of time this has been. Complete. I mean, regardless, I mean, I don't, regardless of if Taker accepts it ahead of time or at Mania, <laughs> which is just the weirdest thing if he accepts it at Mania, or maybe they don't do a match. <laughs> but know? really, at this point, like. Maybe, well, maybe Cena shows up, Talk Smack, Taker shows up, 
just gives him a tombstone and that's it. Like he just does a little special appearance and they don't actually do a match. Cause you would, why would you not announce it if you're actually doing a match? I don't understand it. I really have no answer for this. I don't know. Is there a behind the scenes reason that we're missing? Is something happening with. Yeah. What was he going to talk about his personal life? Did he say something about Taker's personal life? No, his, oh, own his own personal life. Oh, he's got the movie out. He's got tons of projects coming up. So I think that's, he's got, you know, Duke Nukem. He's going to be, he's attached to that movie. Uh, so he's got a ton, he's got a ton of commitments. So I think that's just what he meant. Like he's got a, um, you know, getting married to Nikki Bella sooner or later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, it, I mean, this promo, it just made no sense. Like he, uh, he said he doesn't want to enter the battle royal or be involved in one of the other matches because he doesn't want to take a spot. But you do a match with Undertaker, that's taking 30 minutes out of the show. That's like, like, it makes no sense. That's all these wrestlers are missing out on a main card match because of this match. I like how he put over the rest of the the card. I thought that was good. He should should be the host. They should have announced he's going to be the host of WrestleMania and then do something with the Undertaker, if not a match. Um, but, Matt, what did you think of them when it got really corny? We said, oh, but I haven't tried in Atlanta. Let's try it, <laughs> Oh, crowd. God. Right when I thought it couldn't get any worse. That's when that happened. Thank God Taker didn't come out to that. That's when I said, this is going to be the dumbest thing ever if he just said, oh, well, I guess it just took doing it in Atlanta then. Right. I mean, it's like what Edge said, hokey. That's what these Cena promos have been. You could tell he doesn't believe it. This storyline has just sucked uh, – I'll keep it. It just sucked. It just sucked. And, it just uh, sucked. Yeah. In it, every meaning of the word. The worst bill for a big WrestleMania match I think I've ever seen. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, what's worse? At least you other the other ones they announced there, it. There is no bill. That's 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 the rib here. There is no build. Where's the damn opponent? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's just Cena cutting the same promo for twenty minutes every week. It's bad, guys. If this happens, I mean, this isn't going to be his last match. If this happens, we're Who's assuming it's happening. No, uh, Taker. I mean, he's there's doing no the greatest way Royal Taker Rumble. Can, there's oh. no way he can go out on this. Yeah, I but he, Survivor he's Series here at Greatest Royal Rumble it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean that he's going to wrestle at it. But if he does a, a, a true last match, we talked about this before. Survivor Series bookend of the career, debuted Survivor Series, retires at Survivor right. Series. I want a real build for it. I, I want to erase this this memory, this taste from my mouth of this terrible WrestleMania build. Yeah. Um, if someone came up to you and said, "We need a, a storyline uh, to build Cena versus Undertaker," I think almost any fan would come up with something way better than this. You know, like anyone could come up with a better uh, better build than this. Yeah, I mean, in fact. I want to hear the stupidest pitches for a storyline. They're all better than this. Cena is in the ring with a Ouija board trying to, like, summon the spirit of Paul Bearer. Like, seriously, no matter what ridiculous idea you have, it's better than this. What was your tweet that you put about... Uh... Oh, Taker's answering on Tout or MySpace? Just yeah, that he's been answering check. on Tout and MySpace this whole time, but no one's been checking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous that they're doing this. Um, it's its lowering Taker. It's lowering Cena. I mean, look, we've talked about this. Cena, with all the crap that he's gotten, I feel like he became cool again 
and he was doing some really good promos and really good builds. And even with these kind of thin feuds, he was able to make you feel it. But this weird WrestleMania boner that he has had this year, um, and the way that they <laughs> built that. Seriously, starting with the Elimination Chamber, right? With the, I got to get to WrestleMania, guys. How am I going to get on the card? It has just been stupid because why? Why? In what universe is John Cena not? Is that an attainable challenge? That how's John Cena going to go to WrestleMania? Right. Oh man. So yeah, this segment just as <laughs> fans are chanting for Taker, and he doesn't show up, and then Cena leaves. <laughs> that was it. And best part was Cena finally got Cena chance going, and his shoot reaction was the best. Like, <laughs> yeah. now they cheered for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time I've heard a a Cena chant without Cena sucks. Me too. In a me long too. time. Man, this yeah, this is this makes. I mean, last year, last year's feud with the Miz and with Nikki and Maurice. I mean, that was fantastic. The build to that. Yes, it was. They did that. Because. Yeah. Um, yeah, this just bad, 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 bad all around. Um, after that, so man, okay, maybe they're just not going to confirm. You know what? Don't confirm the match at this point, WWE. Seriously. I don't think they're going to. If they would have, why wouldn't they do it on Raw, which has I, the most viewers? Vince has got some weird idea with this one. It's got to be. This has got to be some weird Vince thing, right? I mean, like I said, maybe it's not a match. Maybe it's just Taker shows up, beats Cena, you know, and then celebrates in the ring, and that's it. Maybe he can't work yeah. a full match, and this was their way around it. So you're not cheating the fans because you could say you technically you never advertise that they're going to have a match, but Taker still shows up, does his thing, and that's it. Uh, that would be a weak way to do it. I agree, but I, I, I'm trying to make trying to make sense of this. We're gonna. There's gonna have to be a story that comes out after the fact. This is one of those I want to know behind the scenes what went on with this or it could be just triple h and stephanie don't want that match overshadowing theirs so they don't announce it so that way all the media is focused on them and then the match ends up happening they would have gotten it anyway with ronda rousey in it you know they just would have i know i'm I'm being i'm just trying to (laughs) trying to make sense And if it was going to be, if it was always meant to be an awesome WrestleMania surprise, this is the stupidest way they could have spoiled that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I just, I, I half don't care at this point. Um, that's right. how bad this build has been. And going in, I thought this was going to be one of the matches I was most excited about, but they managed sure. to suck that out. Yeah, me too, yes. Yeah. Um, Roman and, and Angle exchanged words backstage about, you know, don't don't mess things up with that last promo tonight. Don't incite things. Roman was good there. He was uh yeah, he was solid there. Pawned his gold medals. I thought that was a interesting insult. <laughs> um oh Elias came out, did the Elias thing. Great reaction from the crowd. Man, just hook line and sinker every time. The way he gets the crowd to turn mm-hmm. on him. And he had a quick little match with Heath, Heath Slater there. Yeah. Hey he's, guys. He's, isn't he yeah. supposed to be doing something with like The Rock or something like that? Is that true? No, no. He's just been. Okay. He, I mean, he's been saying in interviews he'd like to, but um, and that, you, who knows if The Rock's going to be there? Um, Got a movie coming out. Well, he doesn't. He, he didn't. He didn't go last year. He doesn't promote his movies at this thing. 
yeah. it's just easy for him to show up though and cut these world beater funny ass promos. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer them not having these guys on every year unless it's something meaningful. I mean, you just had like The Rock like three years in a row where you know he did a special mm. appearance. He had Austin, you know, a couple years ago. So um, unless it's something meaningful, I mean, if him and him and Elias could have an entertaining segment, so mm-hmm. maybe I almost think Elias just uh, does a performance. He's the first one in the battle royal, does a performance, and then the other guys come in or something. I don't know. Yeah, if, but if you know, if I had the Rock, if Rock was going to do something, I'd almost have him involved in that Ronda Rousey match because that's kind of where it started. Was him and you know Rock and Rousey, uh, you know, with Triple H and Steph at WrestleMania 31. It doesn't need it though. What do you mean? You'd want to spread the Rock. If you have the Rock, you want to spread him. You want to spread that rub out. Yeah, but the, with Elias, he's not even. It's not even a match on the show. They want tons of media attention for this, and the Rock would just add to that. If you had, uh, I don't know, someone interfering in the main event on Triple H and Stephanie's behalf, and then The Rock comes out, helps Kurt Angle and, and Ronda Rousey get the win, uh, that would be right that would be all over, uh, all over the news, even more than it is. How can it be? It's going to hit every. It's going to hit Entertainment Tonight. It's going to hit Sports Center. It's going to hit everything with just Ronda Rousey alone. You guys, they don't need Rock. I'm not saying sure. Rock's not super uber famous. I'm saying business wise. You like they could steal a highlight with the rock doing something um, unannounced with say Elias, you know what I mean? Taking a a guitar shot over the head, whatever have you, you know, him being funny on the mic, singing the song, singing contest, whatever the hell it's called, some shit like that. But um, you don't want to, you don't, that's the one segment rise. I would say that you don't need the rock, even though storyline wise, I know what you're saying, but they're so jam packed with star power already. It's going to hit every damn news outlet you can think of. I mean, that was the one they were trying to get him for to begin with for this year. It was uh, he was supposed to be Kurt Angle's spot, right? No, but I know what you're saying too. Um, just saying from a storyline perspective, that was how it started. And just business wise, it's more it's better business to, to to give a rub to someone else that can use it, and that's Elias. Yeah, but as long as they don't do what they did uh, two years ago in Dallas where they had, you know, uh, Stone Cold and Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels come out and then they're sitting there doing their finishers on the no. League of Nations and then doing it on the New Day. No. It's, it's a rock concert. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, hopefully that. Or not like uh, the Rock and Cena uh, burying the Wyatts in front of the Texas crowd. Um, oh, man. So after that, we got the interview with uh, Nia Jax. Backstage, Renee Young talking with her about the match. Awesome job. Great job. I'm so ready for her to to get the belt, to get the title on Sunday. They've really fleshed out her character. Again, I thought these video packages were some of the best things on the show. This was another one, or these video promos. I thought Nia was really good here. This was one of those sports-type interviews, like real athlete-type of interviews. And she – it wasn't just the setting – her eyes, her tearing up at the right times, her really putting her emotion into it. I was just sitting there telling my wife, like, she's, she's got it. She really does. And then, I hate to say this, but later on when I saw her physically out in that ring, you know, my wife goes, why can't she just, you know, what's her deal? Like, what, like physically, that outfit on her, it's just not flattering. Like, what, what, I go, that's her thing. That's what she just got done talking about. 
Mm. You know what I mean? She doesn't have to be have an outfit that's flattering. She can be overweight and, and whatever. And, and that's a hell of a topic to cover for a female wrestler, I thought. I was actually really impressed with how she opened herself up to that. Like, I don't know. I'm digging her, 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 her layers to her character right now a lot. Yeah. I feel like they're, they're, her outfits always have the problem is they're going for something that's like, you know, how Karma, what she wore in the WWE, where it's like they have this idea of what a larger woman should should look like and wrestle in. And um, I think it, I don't know that it always draws attention in the best way, but it's, it's mm-hmm. a slippery slope. I mean, like you're saying, Matt, it's like, how do you do that in a way that conveys it? Um, I mean, look, Nia Jax is very smart. And as a character, she said tonight, she knows people look at her and pay attention to her. Her look is different. Mm-hmm. She's aware of that and she's owning it. So I don't know. I think that her confidence, though, compare how she carries herself now, as opposed to how she did two and a half years ago, um, I think it's working a lot. It's working the best now that it's ever worked for her. This current that's what no, that's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah. This is a layer to her, her character that's very real and relatable. It, yeah, you cheer for her is what I'm saying because of it. I just I don't know. I was just giving an opinion of what my wife said watching it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to see her win. I thought back to back this with Mickey James and Alexa taking on Asuka and Dana Brooke. That was smart, though, right? They yeah. throw Dana Brooke in there going, oh, she's definitely doing the job, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah, why, they have that why? story like her streak could end by Dana getting beat. Why? Yeah. Why are they doing that so hard before tomorrow night at the Mixed Match Challenge? Talking about how tag team applies. It just, they're At- not going to blow up the streak. Asuka should not have should not have been on Raw as soon as she accepted that, you know, Charlotte's Challenge. She should have just been on SmackDown. It seems like... It just makes no sense for her to be on there right now. It's just a distraction. She gets laid out. She's not involved with these women at right. Mania. It was just—it's just stupid. To put it bluntly, what'd you think of just uh, video? Yeah, just video package. Sorry, just video package us to death with Oscar. That's all we need. That, mm-hmm. We're straight on video packages with her. We get what this is. Yeah, you talk about how dominant she is in that video package earlier, and then she's laid out, and she's been laid out like for the last five weeks. Yeah, it's so dumb. Anyway. Um, and then – oh, sorry, Matt? No, no, go ahead. You were saying. Oh, no, and then tonight, I mean, to have her out of that match for so much of it and have it be such a competitive match, I mean, really, tonight, that was building up Alexa – or, pardon me, of Naya coming in after – Attacking right. Mickey and Alexa, which I loved. Mm-hmm. People were saying if you looked at uh, Naya's mouth, you could see there were more profanities that she was spewing. I mean, really pissed off. I thought that was cool. But yeah, with Asuka, mm-hmm. it just didn't have to. She didn't have to be involved at all tonight. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, speaking of Mickey James, Matt. Speaking, real quick, who do you guys yeah. who who do you guys think is winning that with Naya and Alexa? Naya Jax. Oh, Nia all the way. I agree. All the way. Yeah. Uh, Matt saw Mickey uh, retweeted something yours this week. I thought it was interesting. Did you see they had the Ying Yang twins backstage with her? They just released a song together? Yeah. Yeah. I used to love Ying Yang. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. A big deal, you know? Yeah. No, I heard that. I was like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, this actually kind of works. Yeah. So who yeah. are the Ying Yang twins? Uh- <laughs> oh, man. They were huge. Wow. 12 years ago, 10 years ago, they were huge. <laughs> they did all the songs with uh, with uh, Lil John. They did... Um, yes. They had, like, the Whisper song. Like, very... R- and I even already Very, like, X-rated, Dirty South. Or, uh, like, Miami, Georgia bass sound. 
Yeah, very yeah, popular. Kind of okay. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty good. big deal for her. I was like, where the hell think they so. come? How do you? Where did that hookup come from? That's pretty pretty big. Yeah, and w, it's nice to see WWE promoting it. A lot of times when wrestlers do right. their own independent things, I mean... That's why she didn't go back for the longest, man, because, uh, you know, I remember Impact was like, hey, we'll hook you up with country, you know what I mean, people, get you hooked up in your music career, and and who wouldn't want that if you're a singer trying to, you know, make a name for yourself in that once wrestling's done, which she definitely is trying to do, right? And... Uh, but good for WWE, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, Triple H, there, people can give him as much crap and grief as possible. I'm telling you, that guy's got a lot more, sorry, he's a lot more forward-thinking, you know what I mean? Because that's what, that's what the, the climate there has changed. There's no question. It's changed, and I, in my opinion, it starts with him. It, yeah. Bringing in, bringing in independent wrestlers, Ring of Honor people, talking about it, not scared to bring it up anymore, you know, things like that. That's all Hunter, man, and uh, you got to give him his credit. Well, we'll, this we'll, is a... Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, we'll talk about WrestleMania Access, what they announced today. But no, Matt, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, they're opening it up. and um... Yeah, they're bringing more. Triple H is definitely bringing different fans in more. Um, that would normally leave the WWE product to go to, let's say, a New Japan or ROH. And he's you know, giving them a reason to, you know, something for them as well. So... He's a smart dude. Uh, I was on a yeah. conference call with him. Uh, was that last week? Yeah, it was the end of last week. And um, I mean, everything he says makes sense. You know, he gives very corporate answers. Like I asked him about 205 Live and he completely dodged my uh, the question about taping it after SmackDown. But he did, uh, he did answer about uh, handling 205 Live and NXT and the extra workload it's put on him. Sure. Yeah. Um, and then the final segment after Asuka and Dana Brooke won that tonight uh, and after Nia came out and the, the beatdown happened, um, we had Paul Heyman come out with Brock Lesnar. There was a, a wall of wrestlers trying to keep Roman Reigns out of the ring. And then when he referred to Brock as a part-timer, then there's one of the full-timers were defending him. Wait, so Heyman was saying like that Brock is going to the UFC, right? He did say that, yes. Yeah, so they're selling it like he's gone. Um, which obviously that doesn't mean anything, but uh, they they're hoping fans will think that that Brock is definitely leaving because I think that's the first time they've said on TV that he's going to go. What's the goal for that then? Aren't you tipping your hand even more? The only way that makes sense is if Brock keeps the title. Yeah, I think they want Brock to get booed like he did in you know at, at uh, was it WrestleMania twenty. Uh, Okay. Yeah. And they want fans okay. to just chant "You sold out" and just boo the yeah, hell out of him and, and go to Reigns. Yeah. So. But yeah, I agree. That just makes it seem more obvious that if you're telling him he's leaving WWE, then that makes it more obvious that he's right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, man, the rhythm of it. Do you guys have to find that with Heyman, you have to fight sometimes to really pay attention to what he's saying? I feel like the rhythm of the way he talks. I just. It's all. Like, yeah. It's back when I first started wrestling. It was him, ironically. He used to tell me not to yell the entire promo. Use a Sid, vi- use a whisper voice. He used to say, "I can never get it down." But yeah. he used to try to say, you know, try to draw him in by saying, you know, something, whatever the line is, but talk with this kind of tone and then start bringing the person in and let your eyes do all the talking for you. When it's time to start talking high, you're up here now and you're intense. 
and then you bring it back down. Like that was how he used to tell us how to do our promos as big guys. And because he said the one thing all big guys do is stay up here in fifth yeah. gear. And after a while, it becomes a lot of white noise. And Glenn, that's exactly what you're accusing, and correctly so, in my opinion, of Paul's promos being lately. It's all the same damn level where yeah. it's the same static. And, and so freaking repetitive. It's just kind of the you just you just know what you're going to get. And I think I think especially at the end of a three hour show, um, yeah, I, I was with you, Glenn. I'm just like uh, tuning out. I have to like keep you know going back and you know telling myself to get off my phone or get off Twitter, you know, and pay attention because yeah. I, I just start tuning out. You know what it's reminding me of? Uh, I don't know if you guys are a fan of the Comedy Central roasts, but like ten years ago there was yeah, one for Larry it. the Cable Guy, and Gary yeah. Busey got up there and started giving this big long rambling speech, and at the end he said. But then again, I'm Gary Busey, and I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. And for some reason, that's how I think. That's where I think Paul is going every time. Like he's just going to troll us, just because he he could be saying nonsense half the time. He just has that same cadence again and again and again that makes it so hard to follow what he's doing. It's it's funny because he's one of the best promos in the business, but it's just yeah. doing the same promo week after week. It gets boring after a while, and I think that's just what it is. You know, but when he was with CM Punk. It was very different because they would both talk. So it's not yeah. just the same thing. They're, they're right. playing off of each other. This, it's just the same thing. Lesnar standing there, Heyman staying a shtick, and that's it. Did you notice Brock didn't get a very big reaction tonight? No. And fans were actually chanting for Roman. Uh, this Atlanta crowd was like, WWE kind of got the crowd response they wanted from this crowd. Chanting yeah. for Cena, yeah. chanting for Roman. Mixed, uh, yeah, very mildly chanting for Undertaker. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Lesnar, not much of a reaction. Um, when he came out, no. Yeah. I just, I feel like with this whole thing, this was really hot a month ago. I thought that, I thought they did a couple of great angles, and then this one was just, this was the weakest of all the angles that they did, of all their... Uh, of all their physical altercations, this was the weakest. It was four Superman punches and yeah. an F5. Boom, done. For a second, I thought, Raj, they were trolling you. I said, oh, my God, they have Roman standing tall at the end of the go-home show? <laughs> oh, no, they wouldn't do that. Yeah. Just such a weird way to end a weird Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucked. I mean, it did. again, this it Roman, did. the Roman Brock segment wasn't bad, but it was the worst of all the ones that they did. For a WrestleMania go home show, I thought everything, uh, it didn't make you more excited to see his show except for Finn and Seth. And this was, and keep in mind, this is the main event, the show closer at WrestleMania, you know, Roman Reign versus Brock. And this is, this was it? I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. GHP Network is saying in the chat, the police scene should have happened tonight. I agree. They should have done some really hot, they should have waited until tonight. To, to do something, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Let's do a go home cliffhanger before Mania. Now we forgot, by the way, Braun throwing Kurt Hawkins through the. Oh through yeah, the yeah, yeah. That was a cute segment because I think <laughs> everyone's right. been kind of saying, "Hey, it should be Kurt Hawkins." If they yeah. make clear tonight that's not happening. Yeah. So there you have it. <laughs> what what uh, what are we doing? The number system or the grading system? Um, <laughs> At one I out of ten. It- one out of ten? Okay. Mm-hmm. I give it a four. 
Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> I, normally, I'd say Finn versus Seth would bring it to like a six, but I think being that this is the WrestleMania Go Home Show, it yeah. should have been way better. You, you know. Uh, so I agree with you guys. I think a four. That match tonight was longer and better than it's going to be on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. I yes. mean, there is that. That's true. So let's hey, talk guys. about the card. Oh, what's that, man? Yeah, okay, the card. Let's talk about really quick before you say the whole card. The entire WrestleMania build, I give a five. The entire <laughs> build to this. I'm not excited. I used to be so, guys, just last year, every year, every WrestleMania, no matter who we got, I'd always have this feeling, oh, cool, like Super Bowl is around the corner. WrestleMania is around the corner. I've had it since WrestleMania 1 at MSG. I've never missed a mania, and I've always had the same excitement. You know, that feeling that we all have inside as, as fans. I think we all know what that is. We still had to explain it. That excitement. I don't have it for the very first time, maybe because I'm 41 years old now. I don't know what. But I'm not as excited. I'm not, just not excited about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I get myself excited about it. Like thinking about the, the, the crowd and the, you know, just the spectacle of it. And, and knowing how good these matches will be, a lot of them. Uh, but yeah, it's not WWE's doing. It's me having to remind myself. That on paper, if you take out the build, uh, there's a lot of good stuff on here. So, yeah. No, the card. Uh, I agree, Matt. I think as far as a WrestleMania build, this is probably the the weakest I've seen. For one of the stronger cards they've ever had. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, do we want to first uh, drop the news today that came out about Access and what they're doing there? Those tournaments. Oh yeah, so they're having like four four tournaments there, um, an NXT North American tournament, a UK Championship tournament, a, a women's tournament, and gosh, what's the other one? Um, dang it, I'm forgetting the other one. Uh, a tag team tournament, maybe? Oh yeah, 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 NXT tag. Yeah, and they're gonna have uh, you know indie wrestlers like Walter is gonna be there. Uh, Keith Lee uh, is gonna be wrestling. And so the who tournament, and who? Walters, uh, Australian big dude, Keith Lee, another big dude. He's kind of uh, a oh. big dude that can fly. He's been a, like a top indie talent for a while. And, okay. and so it looks like the door is opening for him to go to WWE. He's really impressive. Um, so, yeah, the, so they're doing that over the from Thursday to Sunday. And the, the championship, the winner of those tournaments on Saturday faced the champions, like the UK champ, tag team champ. Uh, on Sunday. So I think it's the NXT Tag Team Champions is the other tournament. So, yeah. So they're doing a ton of stuff at Access this year. Cool. Yeah. Access always a great value and uh, even more so this time around. So let's talk I about wonder the if there, yeah, there's just... so many indie events that they want to, <laughs> you know, like they take away from some Ooh. of that a little bit. Well, who, who are they bringing in, though? I mean, are they bringing in, like, no offense to those guys, I've never heard of them. Uh, Who's the big? Who are these? Is Young Bucks coming? Well, yes. the winner of the North American title will be their first defense. Um, so that'll be like EC3 or Velveteen Dream, you know, one of those guys. Oh, cool! That's cool. Yeah, and um, gosh, let me let me double check. Are those me. guys definitely in it? Do we know who's in it? Um, yeah, yeah. So that that card. Hold on one second. Pull it up. The North American one I'm interested in. Yeah, I think that would be cool. So it's, uh, I know it's EC3, Adam Cole, Velveteen Ooh. Dream. 
Ooh. Uh, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, and Ricochet. Okay, yeah. I like this. I'm more excited about that. I'm not exaggerating. Than <laughs> WrestleMania minus four matches on the card. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. Uh, yeah. so, so I gotta share that the WWE just posted the stupidest article about the Cena Taker thing. Um, I'll give you the TLDR version of it, which is who knows what's gonna happen, but it basically just recapped what happened tonight and just said, so uh, what now for Cena? With The Undertaker offering no answer to his challenge, perhaps the showdown of the two iconic superstars is simply not meant to be. Is Cena destined to appear in, uh, experience this year's showcase of the Immortals as a spectator? Will he aid another superstar to victory or perhaps offer his expert knowledge on the greatest stage of them all as a guest commentator? Or is there still a chance that a match between John Cena and The Undertaker may take place? Find out this Sunday at WrestleMania. Well, that's <laughs> Find a out if a match will take place. Man. That's I how mean, they have to say it, though. They have to say it this way, though, in a way. Right? With how they've done it, you, normally you just say yeah, they're right, wrestling. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, this man. is like, this is one of those instances where it's like, for like, kayfabe is dead, guys. Like, we don't have to, this is a ridiculous extent to take it to. <laughs> All right. So let's yeah. let's go through these, these yeah. matches real so, quick. Hey, assuming... <laughs> John Cena versus The Undertaker. Uh, do we all agree, Taker? What, what's the what's the step? Does one retire? Like what happened? No, 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 I doubt they announced. I don't think there's going to be a step. I think it's going to be like I don't know if it's a surprise uh, match or they announced it on Twitter, but well, yeah, Undertaker wins. Whatever the hell that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. After that. Okay, so let's talk uh, pre-show. Looks like Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, do we want to give picks on all these rush? Yeah, I mean Andre Battle Royal. It really, it really doesn't matter. Maybe Bray Wyatt and his yeah, I was new gimmick. Say, Bray returns. Who would you like to see win this, Matt? I couldn't even tell you everybody who's in it. Well, yeah, they haven't I mean, announced well, they, everyone. They've, yeah. they've announced like six people so far, so they don't even know who's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. I don't, I, guys, I don't know, and I don't care. No yeah, I mean, I mean, last year's Mojo, you know, it was a down to him and Jinder before Jinder got the push. I don't want to give an answer and have it used against me when we come, when we do our show because I don't care at the moment. Yeah. Maybe someone yeah, returns. I mean, Maybe it's Samoa Joe or a big cast or something. Okay, that would be worthwhile. That'd be cool. Yeah. Then it gives, at least it gives it a meaning. Right. Someone saying Jeff Hardy. It could, yeah, any of those guys. That'd be cool. Yeah. How about the women's battle royal, Matt? Um, ooh, dude, does it come down to the? Does it come down to, you know, the two? Um, we were talking about Sasha and uh, Bailey, and that's where this turn happens. Does it come down to three women, you know, and one of those to win? I don't know. I, I say Bailey wins and turns heel. No. Oh. I think Sasha wins. Bailey attacks her from behind after and gives her a savage beating. Turns heel. So I think Sasha throws out Bailey to win it, and then Bailey just goes nuts. <laughs> turns heel. That would be the boldest storytelling move the WWE has made in quite some time for people that care about the continuity of those characters. Yeah, well, yeah, they'll give Bailey something. I think she needs to turn heel more than than Sasha. She's got to do something. All the women are in trouble with Ronda. Asuka and Charlotte and one yeah. that one looks like Nia at the top if you're not one of those four women what does your future look like post Wrestlemania no tag but no tag titles 
no mid-card title. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I think if you put the right people there, if you put a Alexa Bliss um, once she loses the title, what the hell is that? Alexa Bliss, if she loses the title, um, along with somebody else that she can be paired with, they can easily carry their own segment without any type of championships, right? Mm-hmm. hope so. If creative keeps giving I think them they, the Well, yeah, but the talent could do it is what I mean. Sorry. Yeah. Glenn, your pick? Uh, I think Sasha. All right. Although that's kind of going back to the well. It seems like Sasha, Charlotte, I mean, all the four, four horsewomen get, get all the firsts in the WWE, it seems like, Fine when it comes that. to women. Well, not Oscar. Oscar won Oscar, the first. Oscar being the exception. Rumble. Yeah. Right. Um, so after that, uh, I'm Cruiser just going yeah, cruiserweight titles. Cedric. Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. Mustafa, great promo that was going around social media. Did they air that on 205 Live, the black and white promo we did? I don't think so. Maybe they'll air it. Nah, I doubt they'll air it now. Did you see that, Matt? It was, yeah, it was really good. No. What was so good? It didn't look like the WWE did it. I mean, it looked like 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 a rap video or like gritty, oh. black and white, intense. I mean, it was, it was, cool. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, I'll look it up. Uh yeah, not not Mustafa Awood. I just I, I just feel like they've been wanting they've been kind of putting Cedric in this spot for a while. Like he was supposed Forever. to face Enzo for it, and then the, all that stuff happened. So I think he finally gets his his moment. But I think him and Mustafa is still, uh, you know, are going to feud after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Mustafa would be cool. But yeah, I think either I think the match is going to be great. Um, It'll have no heat, I bet though. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. It's tough, man. Um, Brock Lesnar. Oh, I'm just going the order. Wikipedia has it here, by the way, folks. <laughs> but you're, I'll, I'll jump around a little bit. Uh, okay, so like, do, you, do you think AJ is going to get the opening match again with Chinsuke, or do you think they'll save that for later in the evening? I thought they would. I really did. I thought he gets championship match out of the way early, which for some reason they like to do with the SmackDown title. Especially with smaller, physically smaller champions. Daniel Bryan comes to mind versus Sheamus. Um, that's going to be my favorite match on the card, I have a feeling. But um, I've got I've got Nakamura winning, I think. I, I mean, I hope AJ holds the title, but shit, I don't know, honestly. Because Cena said something tonight about AJ, you know what I mean? About AJ having a championship win at WrestleMania. Yeah. You know what I mean? Be his moment. Yeah, I think AJ deserves that moment. I think AJ wins it. So, AJ, yeah, I'll say the same. Sorry. I, I want to see Nakamura win. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I can see it going either way. I think this this is going to be a fen- phenomenal match. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Unintended. It will be. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it opening. You know, they, they always like a, a, a fast paced match to start the show. There's that one year Daniel Bryan and Triple H opened, right? Well, That's that was uh, the two in one night, though. Right. Yeah. But still, right. you know, like they, they like something hot. The AJ and Shane opened last or two years. Is it last year? Last year. Last, last year. year. Yeah. Really good. It was really I good think too. that's a hot gimmick for AJ, and the WWE likes those sort of gimmicks. Yeah. AJ and Chris Jericho went on early. Yeah. I think they were first. For they uh, might have been first. 32. So keep the streak going, right? They love streaks, man. Yeah, they, they love, love repetition. Uh, so the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. Who do you think wins that, Matt? Yikes. Uh, Balor needs it. Yeah. I think Balor has Seth beat, and then Miz throws him off and steals the pin. I think Miz wins. Wow. 
he's got the TV show coming up. Just had a kid. Yeah, I think they stick with the Miz and give him the push. But then I really hope Seth and Finn go to SmackDown and get yeah. a chance to shine. Uh, Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode versus Jinder Mahal versus Rusev for the United States Championship. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. I think they have Orton keep it. I think he he hasn't held it that long. He's one of their main guys. I, I don't think they have him lose it yet. Being used to give uh, Bobby his big uh, a big a big win and help him get more over than he is and should be already. I don't think that'll do it for him. Uh, I think that title win didn't do it. I think he needs to turn heel. That's the yeah. one thing that I think that'll change his uh, trajectory right now. It, it it would. It definitely would. But a win at Mania is not too shitty either. Right. Yeah. Oh. I still think Rusev could pull this off simply because uh, there maybe are clued in now. So what's the story, Raj? That he got added to this match because of his merch sales, basically. Yeah, Rusev's that, in this match. Yeah, they added yeah. him last week. Yeah, so it's a four-way now. Wow. Um. Yeah, I think you know they. Yeah, I think uh, the the merch sales had a lot to do with it. I think he could have a good feud with him as a face and Root as a heel, but I, the, I don't know that SmackDown's mm-hmm. going to do the heavy lifting to tell that story. Yeah, someone's um, asking if there'll be pyro at mania yeah i'm sure there will be they tested Why? it today oh yeah they tested it today um of course there's gonna be pyro at mania yeah even and remember last year they had it too even though they don't have pyro and ron smackdown they, they it's still... the super bowl of course there is. Gonna be, <laughs> not only are they gonna have it it's gonna be huge it's um, gonna be their annual pyro budget in one pay-per-view are you shitting? Why do we even have this conversation? Uh, why is this even a topic? I know on Twitter I saw you guys reference too. I don't get it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Alexa versus Nia, we talked about before. Raj, uh, do you agree with me and Matt? Do you think Nia's going to? Yep. I think with how the storyline went, I almost think she has to win it. So I think new champion there. Good media the next day after, sending her and uh, Roman out to the morning shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. Yeah, Nia's got a good. St- Isn't it going to be weird though? Two two cousins of the Rock. Uh, oh my! Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, uh, so that's for the Raw Women's Championship. Roman's not really related to the Rock, right? Yeah. Like they just say it, but no, he's, he's not. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte versus Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Championship. So there's two questions on this. One, who do you think is going to win? And regardless mm-hmm. of the outcome, do you think Carmella is going to cash in at Mania? Oh geez, that's that's what screws this up for me. I. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think Asuka has to win. She can't be undefeated and lose now, right? It would seem silly um, to make that her thing and take away that from her already. I mean, Charlotte can lose and it not hurt her. I she think, has. Yeah. I just feel like they've been booking Asuka like nothing special lately. And, uh, you know? Well, yeah, it's been, con- it's been contradictory is what it's been. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like they don't see her. Except, who do you put against Ronda Rousey in a real match with stakes aside from Asuka? I think Ronda's oh. with Stephanie for a while. Yeah, but Charlotte, that's why Asuka's streak. Asuka's streak, though, makes her the competition for I mean, Ronda. Charlotte's been losing so much lately. I think Charlotte I think Charlotte wins and the Carmella cashes in and leaves with the title. That'd be a moment. That's my guess. Yeah. Because if you are going to end the streak, that's where you do it, right? And you can you can play it up as like the Undertaker streak ended there. Now you got Oscar's streak ended. What about Carmella 
being, you know, Asuka does win it, lose, then uh, Carmella takes it from her. I mean, you want to talk about jetpack and Carmella. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, she could use it, too. She's been kind of doing nothing for her. That would be enormous for her. and She's so damn talented. Yeah, so I, I think either way, Carmella's leaving with the title. That's what. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I'm for that. I'm for that. Yeah, and you know, maybe what they can do is find a way to banana peel that or do something to where it doesn't hurt Asuka, and that way you can keep Charlotte and Asuka up for a rematch with no title involved. Um, and then we get a second SmackDown women's feud, which would be nice for the title the, chase. The, the, then it happens the way Raj says it then, to get the yeah. way you're looking for. She's got to come in and beat Charlotte somehow. Yeah. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus versus Braun Strowman and a partner to be determined. Ron and the partner and uh, lame. I go. I'll I go. Think... With, I'll go with Joe. Wow, Samoa Joe for the partner. Um, big Cass. They win the tag titles, Twin Towers, and it's not going to happen. By the way, I I, I think Braun's <laughs> going to win. Braun, you know, I'm going to say my original prediction. Braun will somehow. Is it? Did they say it again? He has to have a partner, no matter what. They did reiterate that after the the brain Strowman segment, which I'm surprised they really let that go. It's so stupid that it's brilliant. Of course. Like they should have kept that going. Yeah, for I wouldn't say weeks. that's brilliant. Yeah, you think dressing so? Braun up like that again. <laughs> we've talked about it so it many times. So dumb. But Corey like selling it that he was a different. I enjoyed that. Again, I, just it was I think so, you treat so him like a, you worked. did Undertaker back in the day. You would not have Undertaker would, coming yeah. out in an office shirt and glasses. Yeah, they're not doing that with Braun though. That's clear. I know. And I think it's it's gonna hurt him. Of course it is. It sucks too. So yeah. I mean it could be like he just picks a referee or something and someone just just stays in the corner while he just oh, single handedly celebrity. A stupid celebrity who's there. Kid Rock. Kid, maybe David <laughs> Arquette. But then they'd have to defend free. it. They'd have to be there, you know, after. They have to defend it the night after. It'd be yeah. easy. Yeah. You know, they're already there in New Orleans. For two nights. We're spending way too much time on this stupid match. Next. <laughs> uh, the Usos defending their SmackDown tag titles against the New Day and the Bludgeon Brothers. Oof. I mean, you guys were saying Bludgeon Brothers, right? Uh, am I wrong? Did you guys say that? See, that I can't wait for that gimmick to just burn out so these guys can get something decent. I think, I think it's New Day. Ooh. Just because uh, they've never had a big WrestleMania moment, they've been a, a top tag team for a long time. I think they get uh, the big win here. I got. I would have said the same thing, but after that promo, I'm still stuck on the Usos not only getting on the card but winning. Yeah, I mean they both deserve it. I could see it just being like a, a reward thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited. I'm actually, if this was a straight up match, Raj, I think I would have been more excited. The Bludgeon Brothers actually hurt this for me for some reason. Yeah. Which sucks because I'm all about those two guys. I love those two guys. Just yeah, this gimmick. gimmick. Great guys, terrible gimmick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in the chat saying Bludgeon Brothers. All right. What the hell is yeah. wrong with you, chat? Chat <laughs> All the Bludgeon don't Brothers what, fans. Don't you guys see what that was? That whole thing with the stretchers, that was smoke and mirrors to elevate Bludgeon Brothers to their level, to make everyone think they're dominant and they're going to come in and win those tag team titles. That's smoke and mirrors. They're not walking out with the tag team titles. I assure yeah. that. But I don't think they get beaten either. I think it'll be an no. Uso beating a New Day guy and vice versa. Everybody can and take then... a loss in that and be fine. Yeah. 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 Except for yeah. that. Yeah. Um, how about 
Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Gee, Angle I Rousey. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Rousey submits Steph. Uh, you know, I could see uh, you know Triple H and Stephanie Honor. McMahon winning and then repackaging Ronda as they spoke to tonight. And <laughs> the authorities' plan just going swimmingly, as it often does. <laughs> Right. And Ronda gets sent down to NXT. Yep, that's how it's <laughs> going to happen. Starts wearing a kilt. Send her to OVW. Is that still a thing? Does the, jo- does the job in the first round of the May Young Classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Rousey gets her big WrestleMania moment. I think the only question is if, if she goes on last or if this match doesn't go on last. Remember oh. that year when they had Lawrence Taylor and that went on last over Sean versus Diesel. Okay, but at the time, if you remember, mm-hmm. that was a bigger deal. You got to go back in time, not watch it on tape now. Yeah. And go, how Mainstream. could they be doing this to Diesel? Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's what this is, though. Right. Yeah. So this is where I'm kind of per- I'm perplexed now because I did say Roman and Brock have to close this, obviously, for Roman to get his crowning che- achievement, right? Yeah. Or oh, they'll this be is his, This is his finish. <laughs> yeah. This is his big finish line. Yeah, <laughs> ten to just ten years in the making. Yeah, yeah. Ten years is taken. I'm just exaggerating. <laughs> Jesus, feels um, like the thing is the Kurt and Ronda match against uh, Triple H and Steph. I don't know how long. I mean, how long is that really going to be? How long does it then need to be? Oh, like, they, they're going to do a lot of stalling. Change, you know, right? Stephanie won't Stephanie tag in. Getting they gotta, out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> It'll be fun. I think the crowd will be into it. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a fun match. And Triple H and Dude. Kurt in this kind of situation, they could go yes. like. Yeah. Yes. When they need to, and they'll build to it too. By the way, Hunter is. I sound like I'm deriding him. I know, but he's so damn smart. Like he's so smart in that ring, and where he's at right now, I guarantee you, he's going to do a lot of stalling things and build to him and Kurt to get going and create the action. It's going to be, I think they're going to be able to pull some time with this. I really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, Hunter, if this gets back to you, Matt Morgan is in comfortable driving distance from the performance center. Happy to come in and give you know, <laughs> seminars, consult, work with some of the guys. <laughs> All right. I'm, in, I'm in the middle of saving my city. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think it'll be a good match. Um, Daniel yeah, Bryan and Shane be. McMahon versus KO and Sami Zayn. Uh, if Owens and Zayn win, Ooh. they come back to SmackDown. If they lose, they're fired. How stupid is that step? Right? Like, hey, they're already fired. Why even create this opportunity for them yeah. to come back to be fired again? <laughs> so, so Daniel Bryan's big comeback is a loss, right? We're, we're assuming? Unless That's he turns. I'm thinking. He turns. He is not turning. No It way. won't work if he turns. I think that crowd's no just going to be way. so hot for him. Good yeah. Lord. It's so an exciting match to watch. I love every talent that's in this, including Shane. Yeah. If it weren't for that stupid stip, I'd think it's Daniel Bryan and Shane for sure. But that stip, right. having them get fired twice and just get moved to Raw or whatever the, the storyline is just doesn't make sense. You know what, though? Good, because think about it. This really elevates those two guys that, that could use it, right? Daniel Bryan could use it more. It's his first match back. He's Daniel Bryan. Yeah, no but way. still his first match back. You would think it'd be a win. I understand that, and the fans want to cheer, and I would want to cheer at home doing it. But that said, business-wise, okay, Daniel Bryan is untouchable. He is Jesus Christ in wrestling at the moment. He is so red hot that, oh, my God, like they're going to get a win over him. That's a big deal for those two, Sammy and Kevin. 
That's a, a huge deal. deal. I mean, but yeah, so I think I think they're winning it. I just think Daniel Bryan is such a good comeback story. First match back in years. It is. It you is. Have that win. That's the feel good moment. It is. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with that. But yeah, so but. do you you do think that KO and Sammy are winning? <sighs> Unless you can give me another way, could they just creatively say? Daniel goes back on his, you know, and says the whole, you know, I was where you guys were. I'm going to give you another shot and hire you back, even though you guys lost. Yeah, they did it two years ago with Shane versus Undertaker. Remember, Shane was supposed to never be seen on WWE. So, again. okay, then then Daniel Bryan does get that win. All right. I, I think, I hope I'm wrong. I think it's just with that step, I think it's KO and Sammy, but I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Glenn? Um, I think KO and Sammy, but I think they find a really creative way to get to it. I mean, if Brian doesn't turn, they have to, right? Yeah. So people yeah, are asking about Shane. People are asking about Shane McMahon's condition. So I mean, it's legit. He, um, you know, he had divertic- diverticulitis, but uh, as Matt noted, um, you can not all all forms are extremely serious, like what Brock Lesnar had. So where you need surgery and your intestines get removed. Right, exactly. So, you know, with his, I think all he needed was rest. Obviously, wrestling at WrestleMania is not rest. But uh, apparently, he feels like he could do enough that he could do it. As for the surgery, he's going to hold off on that until after. Wow. Yeah, he does need the surgery for the umbilical. Wow. Crazy. Um, Yeah, you just got to wonder if it was, was, uh, you know, if it was Finn Balor with this injury, would they let him go? No. You well, let's, you can focus on that. I'll focus on Shane McMahon's a tough SOB. He doesn't yeah, have to wrestle. But he shouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> it's the thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, it, it's good. I mean, from a storytelling perspective, it's, it definitely makes it a lot better than if they had to you know, do a Dolph Ziggler or something like that to replace I, him. I, so. I preferred a three-way. I really did. Yeah. Every man for himself. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the coronation of Roman Reigns and his match against Brock Lesnar. Yep. Yeah. I think F5 kick out, uh, you know, they, they, they were kind of building that tonight on raw with him talking about the F5 and he's going to get pinned. So I think he hits the F5 kicks out, wrestle for a few more minutes and then uh, Roman with the spear and champion again. So. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. A month ago versus what? Right? Hang on. No, I'm not yeah. going to let that go. Versus what? A sleeper hold by Brock Lesnar and him woken up out of it? Of course he's kicking out of the F5. Right, right. But that uh, I'm saying that's the story that they started, like, that they were teasing tonight, was that the F5 yeah. is finishing. Even if they didn't tease it tonight, of course he's kicking out of his finisher in the process of building this dude. I just hate that they said he's going to UFC. That's so stupid. <laughs> And I wonder if they have him do it three times, like he did to Taker, because the third time put yeah. Taker down, and in that same arena. So they they yes. had that as part of the story. Like, yes, it took a few F fives, but it, it ended the streak. You know, that, that could be that could be something cool. It could be, yes, that. Uh, yeah, yep. Man, um, looking forward to where we go the Raw after Mania. Yeah, I feel like we've been in this. These storylines, I mean, have been going on forever. We'll have new, we'll have new fresh storylines, right? Joe's back, right? He Cass, should be. 
Cass should be back, right? Should be. I mean, they could bring them back whenever they want. Remember, Paige was cleared for a while before they actually brought sure. her back. So it's it's. Should, I mean, I'm, I'm at last year, not not you know before she got injured. What I mean Jeff is a lot Hardy. of yeah, Jeff Hardy, uh, Jason Jordan should be able to return soon. Um, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then Brock for right now it seems like he unless. You know, I wonder if they resign him. Last time he resigned, they had him all over ESPN. They did a bunch of media. I wonder if they would just keep it quiet this time. So it feeds into the storyline that he is leaving, and and then the fans the are booze. with Roman. That would be smart business. Yeah, yeah. So we probably won't know. Oh yeah, Bobby Lashley should be coming in. So ooh, um, ooh. and then the superstar shakeup. That's probably going to happen if if it's like last year. It'll be the week after after the post raw. Post-Mania Raw. Yeah. Exciting week, man. Uh, so Wednesday, yeah. 12 noon Eastern, we'll be back here to talk about SmackDown Live, the go-home show before WrestleMania. Saturday, immediately after it ends, we'll be talking about NXT TakeOver. Raj, what's our lineup for that? Uh, you, The three of us, right, nice. Matt? You're able yeah. to make it. So yeah, the I'm three in. of us will be on for three nights in a row. Uh, after TakeOver, after Mania, and then after Raw. That'd be fun. Someone's asking about Yeah, that that show will be hot. Uh, Mm -hmm. Peter's asking who's hosting Mania. They're not doing a host this year. Stupid anyway. It is. Yeah, it's it's, when they do one segment. segment. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a backstage segment and coming out in the crowd once. Lame. Yeah, so if everyone wants a real treat, I want you to watch Wednesday's podcast before Raj leaves for Louisiana. And then I want you to tune into Monday's podcast at the end, a week from tonight, (laughs) to see what Raj looks like after... WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, you think my beard looks bad now? Just, just wait until next week. Uh, I'm going to uh, shave before that, but all right. <laughs> cool, man. And when, when are you going to New Orleans? Thursday. So, yeah, if you guys see what me, you, I'll, uh, go ahead. What Matt. are you doing? That? What are you doing? What are you doing at Mania? I uh, got a bunch of meetings, uh, going to uh, a couple of the, the, the parties and stuff. Um, I'm try to, I'm, we're still cool. trying to figure out which wrestling shows to go to, but we're going to try to hit at, at least a few. I'm going with my wife. Um, oh, very cool. And, then I, and I'm going to have a bunch of wrestling ink shirts. So if you see me, uh, say hi, and you get a free shirt. And, and uh, yeah. Get those where the, Mr. Raj chants going. Where, where, where are those shirts <laughs> at Mania? Those of you facing the hard camera, all you overseas fans that come out to Mania especially, go get up to Raj, get those shirts, and wear them at Mania. Absolutely, and I'll be on. I'll, we'll be on Bourbon Street a lot, so I'll have my big duffel bag with shirts. So come by, and I want some signs. The Raw After Mania. I want some Matt Morgan signs. In no the wrestling ink, <laughs> <laughs> or both. Both <laughs> wrestling. Shout out, you know, to Matt Morgan on there. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, did you see another site that will not be named? Actually, printed up goddamn beach balls this year. What? Are you shitting me? No, they printed up beach balls with their their logo on it, and they're going to distribute them. Burnt at the stake. See, those are the ones, guys. I'm telling you, as a wrestler, that give this what you guys have done for years, Rush, a bad name. Pieces of bleep like that. Mm Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Absolutely insane. Okay, Matt. BP Matt Morgan. Instagram, Twitter. Anything else you want? Oh, Facebook. Um, um, uh, sorry, Matt Morgan for Longwood. Matt Morgan, numeral four, Longwood. 
checked out that page as well, guys. I'm trying to add to my following and likes on that. I haven't been doing a very good job on that, so please help me out. And uh, it's all the stuff I'm doing politically here. I know it might be boring to some of you, but it shows you another different gear that I have and other wrestlers do as well, not just me, um, once they've retired and left this business. So please check it out and support you know, one of one of your own, because that's we're all part of the same community of being a wrestling fan. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. And then also my interview with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, the audio will be attached to Wednesday's podcast for the people that subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, you know, Stitcher, Google Play, all that stuff. So uh, check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, no, I'm at Glenn Rubinson on Twitter. Thank you so much, everyone that's been following me, tweeting at me. Uh, I'm actually, for me, this is a big deal. I'm close to 3,000 followers, and I'm going to do something fun when I hit that level. I got a lot of stuff. My wife saying, you need to get rid of that. I'm going to do something fun with my followers once we hit 3,000. I'm sure it'll happen this week. Um, so I'm at Glenn Rubenstein, and yeah, we'll see you back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.